and welcome to Frontier Fiction, an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We're coming to you all the way from the frozen north. Now it's not easy to stay sane in Alaska, so we get together with one of our favorite games to let the voices in our heads come out to play. My name is Zev and I will be the DM today. I'm Emerald and I will be playing Veil the Outcast. I'm Colton playing Shabin the Smuggler. And I'm Wasey playing Carthus Coldwell. Alright, let's roll to see who's doing a recap. Uh, crit fail. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> nice crit fail. All right, got that out of the way. Uh, last episode took off after you guys fought the gelatinous cube. You notice the uh, fires in the sky growing and moving towards where you assume the village that you uh, saw the little people in earlier were from. You search the town uh, with Shaving impersonating Gek, trying to find Henry and Gerald. Um, while all the while trying to incite um, a level of panic within the villagers um, and dissension against the people that you believed in charge of summoning the fire, the men in the cloaks, you eventually found Gerald, tried to convince him to kill the guys in the cloaks. He was not having it. You duped it out, and that ended with Vale shooting them in the face. Um... Killing a person, possibly for the first time or second time in their life. <laughs> uh, you then sent the imp Shavin to knock the orb off of the pedestal, hopefully to disrupt the ritual. Didn't really work, but it did get one of the guys to turn into another skeleton monkey. Uh, chase the imp. You led the guy, the skeleton, to like the center of the camp. Got a lot of attention on it, and got the villagers, for the most part, to kind of unite against that thing. Uh, you guys, after your battles um, with the gelatinous cube, and before that with Gek, and after both of those with Gerald, were pretty much wrought for energy and hit points, <laughs> and yeah. decided to take refuge, um, believing that within moments the fire would begin to rain down from the sky. Uh, you searched frantically for your horses, were not able to find them, and along the way, uh, Vale lost Columbine, her pet goat, or friend goat, I don't know, and su- sought shelter in a cave. Possibly immediately passed out. <laughs> and that's what we'll take off from this episode. I believe, Shavin, you left your imp outside to kind of scour about to try to find the horses and keep an eye out for the flame and keep you informed kind of where it's at what's yeah. going on yeah um so with i would assume Carthus, you would be resting regaining mm-hmm. some and veil you as well yep so and shaven even you as well so really your your imp is the only one with eyes <laughs> at this point <laughs> and you're just counting on him to wake you up if he needs to mm-hmm. so give me a perception check for him just the imp mr imp <clears throat> 10 10 so I believe one of the things he was looking for were the horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the 10, he was not able to spot those. But pretty hard to miss the tunnel of fire that pretty soon began to rain down far off in the distance over that village that he uh, he would remember from before. Um, it was very slow to come down, or at least looked like it because it was so far away. Mm. Uh, but after several minutes, um, it quickly began to make its way towards him. Um, he would not be afraid, I'm sure, um, because he likes fire quite a bit. He might even fly to it to, to play in it. But before he left, he would have noticed the camp, um, the chaos that you left it in, would grow. 
quite a bit. Uh, Gek was nowhere to be found. Uh, the villagers were freaking out after they eventually, um, about 15 of them were taken down by this skeleton guy before they got it. Um, and then they started to riot around the other guys. Um, but they were not able to stop them in time uh, to keep the fire away. And he would probably wake you up about the time that he, uh, the imp would probably wake you up about the time that he would see the fire actually hitting the camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, what's it, uh, what's it look like hitting the camp? How big? You're seeing through his eyes, it is, it would engulf this thing uh, tenfold. Um, it is hitting the mountains as a whole and coming up onto the, the camp. Mm-hmm. So in a, in roughly two minutes, it would engulf the entire place. And they're just standing there? Uh, it's moving too fast to outrun. Towards the camp? Yeah. And they're just staying in the camp? Uh, the people? Yeah. Well, they were very much distracted by all of the other stuff going on, but they would have noticed that and mm-hmm. started to freak out and start mm-hmm. running. Um, so the chaos that you would see would eventually turn into panic uh-huh. um, and a lot of trampling over each other, trying to get out, trying to get into the tunnels that they were kind of posting outside of. Yeah. Um, so you see a lot of people running into the tunnels. Okay. Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> um. You you would guess <laughs> that you're fairly safe where you're at. You guys made a little... Farther away, and you're also inside a deeper cave. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. And there's no sign of our horses. No, no. Columbine. No, uh, but your imp is pretty much just just playing in the fire. Yeah, as if it was water. All right, good for him. Just doing laps, backstrokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is it overtaking our entrance to the cave? Your entrance to the, yeah. the cave that you're in? Yeah. Is it engulfing our entrance? Um, it hasn't yet, but it would quickly come up on you. Okay. If it kept going. You have no idea how far this thing will go. How long has Chauvin been resting? Uh, this fire pretty much started uh, like a half hour after you guys went into the cave. Okay. So you, you could probably gauge that you're relatively safe mm-hmm. and just not really care about it. <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess Chauvin will kind of get up and go to the cave entrance and just kind of watch the fire in the camp for a while if you can see it. Uh, you wouldn't see the fire directly, but you would notice like a glow like from that direction. And it's definitely warm outside. Oh, <laughs> is it still black and white? Yeah, it's huh. still black and white. Yeah. Uh, Chauvin's just going to look around a little bit and kind of shrug frustratedly. Start grumbling stuff to himself like, I don't know what else I could have done. I told everybody. <laughs> At least the imp's having a good time. <laughs> and I guess my horse went away safely, so whatever. He just goes back. <laughs> back and goes to sleep. Okay. Um, so you guys go back to sleep. Um, you leave your imp out. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. He deserves to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. He just basks in the heat, loves it, reminds him of home, hmm. um, does that for as long as the fire's there. Um, it keeps burning. It happened pretty quickly. Like, the fire would spawn over above the other village, um, and over the course of a half hour, it would sweep over pretty much the entire mountainside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it would stop. Mm-hmm. He would kind of chase it as it went. <laughs> and so when, he, when you woke up from your uh, rest, he would be kind of far off uh, because he was staying in the fire. And you'd probably wake up just about when... When uh, 
when he notices the fire is gone, and he's just kind of looking around and looks real disappointed. Like a cat trying to nap in the sunspot on the carpet. Yeah, and it keeps moving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after a long rest, you guys would kind of stir awake one at a time, um, and you would notice that it's it's quite a bit warmer than it was before you went to sleep. Is it light out? I mean, is there color again? Yes. The color, um, can, can your MC see color? Is he, is, he, is he like a dong or he sees black and white? I, Why would you know that? He has devil's, <laughs> devil's sight, so see, only I'm sees sure red. devils get to <laughs> see whatever colors they want. They see different shades of red. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, your imp would be uh, just as confused by the, the re-entry of color mm-hmm. as he would be by the warmth being gone mm-hmm. from the fire. Um, it seems that as as uh, around the sun where the orbs were kind of floating and glowing, um, as they dissipated one at a time, the fire would get smaller um, and a little bit of color would return to the world. Mm-hmm. But the entire mountainside that this, this uh, beam hit is just blackened rocks. Well, that's not good. Is there still a circle of chanty dudes? Uh, well, he's not at the camp anymore. He, he chased the fire across mm-hmm. the mountainside. Mm-hmm. Can he fly back to look? Yeah, it'll take a little bit, but you, yeah. All right. So he, so you guys are going to stay in the cave while you, the imp checks things out? Um, well, after Karthus wakes up, he'd probably notice that things he could actually see color on his stuff. And so you'd head outside to take a look. You'd see the green grass for the first time in a long time, only on one half of the mountain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the other side's black. Yeah. The, you know, the color is back, but somehow things are still black and white. Because <laughs> of the ash. And he looks down towards the camp to see how decimated it ended up being. Yeah. Realizes it was probably pretty bad. Pretty much... Burnt to crisp. Do you kind of go back towards the camp, or you look at it from a distance? Looking at it from a distance. Yeah, from a distance. Yeah, it is is pretty much burnt to the ground. Piles of ashes and crispy wood still smoking. Bodies strewn throughout. Hard to really make out anything specific from that distance. Okay. He heads back inside, sits down, and curls back up to go back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a little upset that now he's probably lost his horse too Chauvin <laughs> gets up and looks at the black and scene again and kind of grunts and he goes pats his hands together and he's like well folks looks like our work here is done <laughs> what work which work don't be so modest <laughs> I don't suppose there's any chance get got burned up in that too huh that sounds unlikely yeah convenient unlikely and dissatisfying too simple a death for him so who is Vale's gonna ask who is this Gek character anyway how do you put it into words (laughs) (laughs) the person I call Gek is a doppelganger that is imitating a friend of mine named Gecko okay and causing all sorts of trouble as him. Okay. Which, to be fair, I do too. <laughs> yeah, but you don't always direct... I'm not always at the receiving end of it. Fair point. You also didn't kill Gecko. No. Okay. Makes more sense. So probably about this time, the imp would, would have made his way back. I um, mean, fly over the, 
the camp. And give me another perception check for him as he's doing this, scoping it out. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, he sees a lot of uh, what Karthus saw, um, bodies thrown throughout, burnt down tents, simmering woods. Um, but he also notices the uh, circle where the men were standing around that orb. Um, is, well, the, the men are completely burnt down. But the immediate vicinity around the orb and the stand that it was on is untouched. Um, along with that, you see this kind of lone figure um, just climbing over this this uh, hill of, of bodies and um, tarps and woods and tents um, and, and kind of scraping around looking for something kind of frantically um, as the imp flies around um, this guy looks up at him and just like looks him in the face he sees um, the imp sees this guy's kind of panicked expression, but it immediately turns to anger as uh, he sees the imp, and he draws his crossbow, and as he uh, lets loose the arrow, um, the imp sees that um, he kind of gets just barely close enough to see that this guy's skin is blue, mm. um, and these limbs are extremely long mm-hmm. uh, for a human. Oh, Shaman, like, uh, grabs his cloak and he puts it on, he's like, Go time! Go time! Go time! Does a, I found him! I found him! <laughs> does a 16 hit your imp? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Karthus is up and ready to go. Six damage. Okay. Is him Gekka? Gek? Yep. Okay. He's down there. Hurry. Run. Let's go. <laughs> do you uh do you leave your imp there? Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's roll initiative then. Okay. And let's say you guys are two turns away. Okay. Whoa, we're close. Yeah, you're not super far away. All right. I'm assuming, like, you're running and dashing and using your bonus action mm-hmm. and rolling, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, did you roll in this too? Oh, I thought you were just doing it for the imp. No, because, yeah, when you get there, you got to do that <laughs> shit, right? Six. What'd you guys get? Fourteen. God. Uh, it's either one or three. Let me check. <laughs> it's okay. You're, you're last. <laughs> I'm the last. <laughs> so it'll be Vale first, then Gek, then Karthus, then Shavin. So, Vale, I'm assuming you're using your movement to go that direction? Yep. Okay. Head back towards camp. Nice. So that's one round. And then it's Gek's turn now, and he's going to shoot another arrow. He actually has two crossbows, so he pulls out the second one. Okay. Does a 20 hit? Yep. Five damage. Okay. Uh, the imp's down. <sighs> Gone. Poof. Yeah, he just evaporates. Mm-hmm. Um, as the last arrow, like, is kind of heading towards the imp, um, the imp kind of knows that it's going to hit him almost the same spot that it hits. And so does Gek, and he sees this smile kind of come onto Gek's face. And Karthus, your turn. One round. Okay. Yeah. Shavin, you too. One round to get there. Yeah. All right. One more round. Is that like to get into melee range? To get into sight? Uh, to get into... Uh. <laughs> Welcome to D&D. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's so much debris and rubble. Yeah. Um, we'll say you could, you're, you're in sight now. You're in sight. Okay. Uh, but you're nowhere. You, you'd have to use your full uh, turn to even get engaged with him the next round. But you could shoot from where you're at. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you no longer see what's going on there. 
Great. All right. So Vale can shoot from where she's at this turn? This coming turn? Yeah, you probably came around the corner and saw the last arrow hit the imp out of the sky and him just poof. Okay. Well, Vale's gonna pull out her crossbow and fire at Gek. Alright, give me an attack roll. Twelve. Miss. As you shoot, you, you miss, it goes wide, but he hears the clank on a, a pile of metal over on the side, hits somebody's armor, and he looks in your direction, and he just points at you with his long blue lens. And Karthus, or sorry, no, it's actually Gex's turn. Little help, guys! <laughs> Does he go a third time? Uh, no, he. you guys used your round for movement. So he went oh, after yeah. Vale's mm-hmm. first turn? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's, yeah, it's weird when you only use your round for movement trying no. to get there. No. Uh, yeah. So he's going to use his movement to get up to you. I um, mean, then he's going to take a swing at you. And most likely miss, unless your AC is an 8. No. Well, he gets a multi attack, so he's not. <laughs> 23, is that it? Um, with the wrong class, 13? I think so. Yes, ma'am. So that's five damage. Okay. And Karthus, your turn. But before uh, before it would move on, he would say, Where's your friends? Karthus, your turn. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> as he, as he uh, gets within Gex's range of line of sight, I guess. Well, he ran to where <clears throat> Shea is. Um, so you, he would actually be... Vale? Right, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Shay's not here. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably dead, too. Still Vale. <laughs> she fell another hole somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so he ran up to them, so you could get into melee range with him. Okay. Then he will do that. All right. So he says that just as he shows up in his face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so give me an attack roll. Is he positioned in such a way that he could try to flank him? No. No, okay. <laughs> Does a eighteen hit his AC? Yes. All right. Eight damage. How about a fifteen? No. Okay. How about a fifteen? <laughs> no. <laughs> Makes it sound so convincing. Yeah. <laughs> Alvin Shavin, from where you're at, you can clearly see this. Um, you see uh, Vale kind of being overwhelmed by this big blue scaly dude. <laughs> and Garth is rushing in. Um, what do you do? Uh, Shavin's puffing a little bit. And he's like, I need to get that imp like a dead mouse or something. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, I'm right here. And then he's going to uh, put his hands together and he like with his teeth, rips the bandage off, and he just spits it on the ground, and he charges up two Eldritch Blasts and fires them at uh, Pseudo-Gek. Lay it on him. We use this weird sparkly green swamp die. <laughs> Seems it <too>. crit failed. <laughs> the second one, however, is a 24. Oh, yeah, that hits. And that's six damage. <laughs> Six damage. All right, and top of the to veil. Um, she's gonna use her hand axe. Okay. Because I assume she's too close for crossbow. Yes, yeah, disadvantage yeah. if you yeah. Um, fourteen. Miss. 
She is not doing so good. <laughs> he's got really long arms. He's just kind of deflecting. Him. <laughs> <laughs> creepy. <laughs> it was very creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> um, he uh, kind of looks at all three of you, and then his eyes go back up to Shavin, and he says, "You sure you want to do this?" Um, I don't have a plan right now because those don't work out so good. Though I am curious, and I'm going to say into his head, what are you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's going to take two more swings at Vale. Does a 12 hit? No. Nat 20. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That one is 8 damage. And, uh... He'll actually say right back into your mind. Um, I've already found it. Joy. <laughs> um, Karth, it's your turn. Is there any chance that he can try to work his way around towards Gek's back without leaving engagement? It's the weirdest thing. I don't know how you would do <laughs> Take a step to the side. <laughs> Are we all standing like in a, a line attacking him, or are we, like, spread out in a line attacking yeah. him? I'm well, Shavin's far away okay. shooting him, um, and he's engaged with you two. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of ran right up on him, so I assumed you were kind of in front of him. So if you tried, if you were wanting to try to kind of work your way around the, the back, mm-hmm. he would probably match your movement, like a sword play thing. Okay. So, I don't know what kind of check we would do for that. <laughs> well, as... So if... How about this? Let's just do competing dex, dex checks. Slide of foot checks. <laughs> for sword play. But there's two of us engaged there. So if he was to f- continue to face me as I moved around him, then he would have his back to her. No, what one. he would do, if you were both in the front like this, if you tried to scoot mm-hmm. around his right, he would kind of scoot around the back of Vale and just kind of put her between you. Hmm. He wouldn't need to... Please don't. Okay. Take it or leave it. (laughs) All right. It's like a footwork thing. Uh, 19. Dex check? Yeah. Not a save? (laughs) 18. 18? Ooh, so close. Uh, So it didn't work this time. Nope. But you can still attack. That's just a bonus thing that's fun for fun to try to flank. Yeah. Uh, now he's gonna attack. Just gonna roll them all at the same time. Do it. <laughs> Does a 21 hit? Yes. Great. I'm assuming a 12 and a 9 do not. That's correct. <laughs> well, in that case, it's 11 damage. Ooh, you have a plus 5 to your damage. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Um, are you using your the white dagger? Yep. So re-roll one of those bad ones because it would be advantage. Okay. Should have said that before, but... Okay. But whenever I use it, it gets advantage on him? Yeah. Okay. How about a 16? Oops. That's a... That's no, I just... I, it was I on the other it. one. It was a 13. It was like this. I grabbed it to move it, and I rolled it. And so, then I moved it back. I saw the opposite, but I don't okay. care. So what's the damage? <laughs> okay, so it is damage. Yeah. Seven. Seven. All right. Sweet. <laughs> I should uh, just not look at your dice like you don't look at mine. Okay. Good deal. Sounds deal. good. Alright. <laughs> and Shavin, your turn. Okay. Um Shavin 
is going to uh, kind of rub his front two fingers and thumb together on his bandaged side and thoughtfully purse his lips and whistle Chauvin's song <laughs> and cast Dissonant Whispers at third level. Is that a charisma save or wisdom? Wisdom saving throw. 17. He never loses. <laughs> but, alas, he will take... Um, I've never, just, I don't know if I've ever successfully landed that freaking spell before. One of these days, my spell DC is not low. Um, for a total of 5d6 will be halved. Uh, two landed on top of each other. That was cool. 12, uh, 16, 18, 21 halved for 10 damage to him. Alright. Cool. And Vale, it's your turn. Vale is disengaging and backing away. <laughs> Alright. Putting Sounds distance good. between her and Keck. <laughs> Making it impossible to flank him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Says no. <laughs> um, Geck's turn. He's actually going to uh, risk an opportunity attack mm. from uh, Karthus um, by chasing down Vale. Okay. Did you run back towards Karthus? Or sorry, back towards Shavin? Yes. Yeah? Cool. So he's pretty much coming up to both of you. So go ahead and give me that opportunity attack. 17. 17 hits. 11 damage. Okay. Just gonna say this. Monks are OP. <laughs> this is so much damage. He rolls d6 for his damage, and he rolls double digits every time. <laughs> so that's crazy. All right. And then he's going to take uh, well, the first swing at you. We'll see if that... Yeah, that probably hits. Uh, 18? Yes. Um, five damage. Veil is down. Wow. Um, he's gonna look back and uh, give Karthus a little grin. That's two. Um, and then he's going to use his, the rest of his movement. He, she went towards you, so it's pretty much the same movement. Um, but the rest of his movement and his second attack on Shava. Okay. Nat 20. Yeah, it's... That's ten damage. Okay. He hits a nat twenty and still rolls less damage than you do with one d six. Carthus, freaking monks. <laughs> you just get lucky occasionally with a good roll. <laughs> occasionally, look at all these numbers. <laughs> or all the double, all the doubles are. <laughs> Um, and... You should do that more often. <laughs> yeah. Carthus, it's your turn. Okay. Oh, no, you don't. He comes running up to Vale. I was about to say Shay. <laughs> <laughs> and dumps a vial into her, into her mouth and continues after Gek. Okay. Well, that's your action. Like, giving her health potion is your action. So you won't be able to attack him if you do that. You can make it your way to him, though. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be right up on him. So yeah. He... And you are flanking him now because he ran past you to get mm-hmm. to Shaman. <laughs> so I believe you would roll a... Or is... or do I roll it? Roll what? For a health potion? Oh, yeah, you... Do I roll it or does she roll it? <laughs> he does not like that die. Shaman just chucks the that one die. The first time he used it and the last. <laughs> it's ugly and not useful. 
two strikes against a die. <laughs> so you can roll your, your hit point die. Okay. So this is the one that was a little stronger, is it? I thought you used the one that was a little stronger before. Mm-mm. Okay. I've yet to use that one. So instead of two, it's three. Three? Okay. Eleven? Eleven. It's 2d4 plus four? Or, oh, okay, then it's thirteen. Okay. I guess we don't use those very often. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we don't heal on the, in this campaign. <laughs> Not much. Uh, Mostly we take breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Shopping your turn. Okay. So, um, he's in melee range, but... Um, He's flanked, so that'll counter out the... Yeah, just a regular attack, though. Okay. I'm doing uh, two Eldritch Blasts, then. Kind of dancing this way and that, and I fire up two shots as I'm kind of grappling with him a little bit. For 19 and a 13 on the die, plus six each. Yeah, they both hit. Nice. Pull out my good dice here. That's not a good one. I rolled two ones, but that's still four plus four for eight damage. Yeah. Two ones. Worst they could have rolled. Uh, you see him, his eyes get a little bit wider. He's looking a little a little frantic, definitely yeah. a little bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's kind of looking around. Maybe maybe you might think he's looking for a way out, um, and it's going to be Vale's turn. So you just, like, g- just gasping for air. Gasping for air. How close is... Gek. You you see him. He's right in front of you. You're just laying on the ground looking up at, at Shav and blasting him with Eldritch Blast right in his face. Pew, pew. Can I swing around and try to whack him in the legs with a hand axe? Yeah. Whack away. <laughs> whack them all. <laughs> well, well. Six. Your, your head's still a little fuzzy. <laughs> you were, you were out cold, so it's okay. Take your time. <laughs> so that's that's a miss. <laughs> um, well missed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's Gek's turn, um, and he's going to uh, kind of whirl around, um, looking this way and that. He's pretty. He's literally surrounded by all three of you. Yeah, it's flank, so advantage, whatever. He's no, because she's prone. <laughs> oh, she's still prone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so gotcha. regular attack. Yep. yep. Sweet. Perfect. I knew that. Totally. <laughs> um, he is completely surrounded with, with you guys like making a triangle around him. Smack them in the legs or try and blast him in the face at all. Just blast, hitting him with knives. Um, and he's just looking around frantically and he... Slams the door. Yep. He slams the door and he's gone. Poof. <laughs> Another realm? I don't know. He's a magician. Who knew? Uh, no, he, he kind of circles around several times um, and then he locks his eyes in a direction and books it. He's going to use his action to disengage. Mm-hmm. Though, does that work for all of us? All of you? Okay, mm-hmm. so he does. So it's not just one person. Yeah, and then he starts booking it towards one of these caves mm-hmm. that you know the goblins are in. Yeah, and uh, so he used his action to disengage, mm-hmm. and how far does he run? 40 feet. 40 feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. He can move. Yeah, he can. He pretty much matches Karthus's speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Karthus's turn. If Gek was looking at him, he'd see a little bit of a fire burning in his eyes <laughs> so to speak and even though he can't see him he can hear him he can hear Karthus asking 
where do you think you're going? <laughs> As he hears Karthus coming up on him very quickly. <laughs> he, like, turns around to look at you as you take your swing at him. Give me a sec. Yeah. You hold him. I'll bust his kneecaps. <laughs> Curb stomp him. All right. Uh, a thir- uh, 13 does not hit. How about a 20-something? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Six damage. And... <laughs> It did not need to. You were basically hacking at a lifeless body that was falling to the ground. And the reason you missed was because he just fell oh. right under your like last swing that would have taken his head off. And he just accidentally ducked it. Um, he falls to the ground um, with his face turned up. And you see blood just like spurting out of his mouth. He's gasping. His lungs are filled. Um, and he just looks up at you. And then his eyes just go blank. The, they used to be red mm-hmm. um, and the color just leaves them and they turn black Shavin hmm. trudges up and kicks him in the armpit a couple of times and then starts uh, checking him for the dagger the black dagger? yeah yeah give me a perception investigation what is that? much better investigation hand? what do you usually use do for searches? I usually do investigation. Investigation. Because it doesn't get used that much. Yeah. <laughs> I got a 20. Oh, yeah. You find the dagger. You also find uh, another ring that looks a lot like the ones that you guys have. Mm. Uh, don't know if you would put it on or check into it or whatever, but... You Shaman's have a, feeling crazy. He's feeling crazy? <laughs> just puts it on and sees what happens. Nothing happens. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely nada. Doesn't feel any different? Mm-mm. And he's going to hold the dagger out and say, I need to play around with this thing sometime. <laughs> and he's going to put it back in its sheath because he's still at the sheath. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was just like stuck into Gek's belt. Yeah, big jerk. Um, you would also find, uh, while you were searching him, um, uh, like another bag on his belt attached to it. Um, rocks. Yep, open that up and there's some more rocks. Is that who I think it is? Would you like to leave one right on his face? Chauvin pulls out a rock that says thank you on it, and he's going to uh, put it on Gek's dead forehead um, and cross Gek's weird gangly arms and straighten his legs out and kind of, like, does he have a robe on or something like that? Yeah, he's got a cloak on. He's going to tuck him in. Oh, well, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Karthus is going to start to walk off to cool down. <laughs> Call me when you're ready to move. We'll give him some space. This was a very important moment for our friend. Um, okay. <laughs> well, there's probably... I mean, wow, that didn't feel as good as I thought it would. But it did, it did feel good. I'll take it. You know, it wasn't like a full meal... But I was hungry, and it was a drop in the well. So there's probably crowds, speaking of hungry, there's probably crowds of people duking it out with hungry goblins right now. So there's that. Um, it seems relatively safe out here. Do you guys think that we should lead an exodus from the caves as best we can? Basically, the entire civilization <laughs> of Trenton is down in the caves right now. What's Triton? It's just a small town to the south. 
They don't have any libraries. It's very small. Okay. It's very small. <laughs> yeah. Half of its population turned undead and marched on Oakencrest, and the other half is down in these caves or spread around in these ashes. Apparently, I should have gotten my head out of my books years ago. Or at no, least weeks. At least weeks ago. Your head's still attached to your shoulders. So it's served you so far. Now that we're in the camp, is there anything... Do we notice anything that's left around? Other than... Well, you you hadn't seen it before. Um, but if you kind of walked around the camp, everything is burned to a crisp. There is nothing left. Except you see that altar um, that they were all circled around with the orb sitting on top of it completely unscathed. Okay. I have the odd urge to poke the orb off. Do you follow through with that urge? <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything long around? There probably won't be any wood left, is there? Well, there's wood. It's scorched to dust. <laughs> yeah. So, no, she doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she doesn't want to touch it. Shavit is going to start setting up while uh, Karthus is taking a moment for his hour-long ritual to resummon a um, a familiar. Okay. Kind of set it up, do your whole thing. That takes like an hour, you said? Mm-hmm. So through that, um, you kind of do the same thing. You've done it several times at this point. It's, it's no different than any other time. And you just sit there, and I don't know, what, what does it look like when you try to summon a familiar? Most of it's like drawing lines yeah. in the area around the little urn. Like, that it have these intricate little designs inside of them. And Shavin's, like, sighing and, like, sweating a little bit as he's been bending over and drawing with, like, chalk kind of on the rocks and then in the ash for, like, you know, 45 minutes. And then uh, he goes to the center and just kind of stands over it and holds his bandage hand out over the top of the urn. And the contents of the urn or the little basin, like, kind of start to smoke at first. And the lines of the chalk glow starting from the middle like it's a phone charger. Mm. And moves slowly outward towards the outside. And then uh, it's kind of quiet. And then you see a little flame kind of burst up. And then it explodes. And there's the massive form of a Mm. demon coming out of the ground, which then shrinks down into... Uh, mushu size, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what it, that's what it's always looked like before. Yeah, um, and everything is the same. Everything looks the same. Um, it gets to that point where that flame comes up. There's this big poof. Um, and then there's just a pile of dust. No imp. No imp. No imp. Well, that was very anticlimactic. Was it green flame? It looked exactly like it always does. Mm-hmm. So if it was usually green flame. Mm-hmm. Everything looked the same, everything felt the same, but there was no M. Okay. So it just failed. And took a spell slot. Yep. Alright. Actually, I think that's a ritual spell. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. You just need the the uh, contents, right? Yeah. Uh, well... I don't think we have time to try that again. It just never happens to me, I swear. One out of every three guys. Yeah. Performance issues, right? <laughs> Bummer. Um, well, my mo- my boss is mad at me, so that's going to throw a wrench in things. But I've dealt with angry bosses before. Wait, you have a boss? Sort of. She doesn't have very good management skills. 
very low communication in our relationship. Orders don't really even come from the top down. I'm just guessing. Okay. Occasionally I stab a girl or something. Um, Vale is utterly confused at this point. (laughs) What do you guys think? Down into the caves? Wait, hold on. And I'm going to try and shoot an Eldritch Blast. That works. Okay. Yeah. And I'm kind of storming off and kicking the ashes where I drew that big, awesome, intricate circle. And I'm like, what do you want? I mean, couldn't have been that important. Doesn't really seem to be doing anything important. Also, also, if I killed him, if we killed him, three losers off the street, he must not have been that great. I don't know. We're just, whatever, whatever. And, uh... (laughs) And walks back and he's like, sorry about that. <laughs> I know that was a little rude. Nope, it's all good. What's Carthus doing at this point? He's calmed down a little bit and he's making a wider circle around the... Or he was he made a pretty good circle around the camp and he's moving back towards where, they, where he saw them last. Which I guess would be pretty easy to still see because <laughs> everything's burnt to crisp. Yeah. Yeah. Vale can find her way through this camp. <laughs> yeah, you can see from side to side. Does he spot that orb that not Shay Vale was looking at? Yeah. yeah, it's it's probably pretty hard to miss since everything else is black and gray and down on the dust, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just standing tall, the golden pedestal with a bright orb on the top. Okay, pretty easy to spot. He's gonna make his way towards that. You mm-hmm. wanna grab it? When he gets there, he's gonna knock it over with the, with uh, one of his, with that scimitar that he got. <laughs> put it right up to it and push it off the pedestal. When it hits the ground, it just shatters, just like a glass ball. All right, I guess there's one less of those things around here. <laughs> Maybe she would have used it for something, but it also seemed to be what those guys were using to do this. He says to himself, or he thinks to himself as he's looking around at the at the mess. A very tidy mess. It's called one <laughs> very <one>. tidy mess. <laughs> I did not want to clean this up. <laughs> and he finishes his walk. He rejoins Vale and Chauvin and asks, Well, which direction do you think the kid and the horses went, if they're still around? I just point in the direction that they went running off in. Think it, there's a chance that any of the other horses are still kicking inside those caves? It's possible. If I was running for my life, uh, I wouldn't grab some horses. I would grab my horse, but I wouldn't just grab some horses. Mm. You would also know that these caves are kind of smaller, so riding a horse in them would be very un- unlikely. Mm-hmm. Of course, if they weren't tied up, I'm sure they would have bolted. Hmm. I wonder where Columbine's gone to. Oh, I thought I saw her back there. Somewhere in between that hand reaching out of the <laughs> dust and that old metal uh, dropper tent peg. <laughs> it's possible. If she's stupid enough, she definitely could have. Her head uh, just pops out of the pile of dust. Uh, <laughs> just chewing on some dead guy's hand. <laughs> Gross. So can you send your amp up to find that kid uh at least we'll have one horse just points around points to the circle and shrugs won't have an amp what? apparently his boss is mad at him i called but nobody picked up 
Did you get voicemail? It's <laughs> ghosting me. Amp is ghosting me. Hmm. Maybe I made him die too many times. <laughs> it's like Mario, he only has a certain number of lives. He really doesn't seem to mind that much. He always snapped out of it, you know, goldfish memory or something, but... Hmm. So we're missing the kid and your horse. We're missing our, my horse. And I guess Raves, too. Wait, and who's run Rave? off. Oh, some mute. Didn't help much. We got She's her horse. Loser. <laughs> got herself killed. Didn't even call for help. Yeah. <laughs> Just another commanding officer that was not good at communication. <laughs> and I've got Shay that's run off. <clears throat> Which direction do we go? Uh, we're pretty pitiful right now. Um, I'm kind of tired of saving villages, especially ones that aren't good at listening. Uh... The goblins didn't seem that bad. They can figure it out. <laughs> That's my my take. But, you know, I'll respect your guys' wishes if your morality wouldn't allow you to turn your back. Uh, the chances our horses are down there are slim to none. And a lot of these people uh, would have happily just put a dagger in our backs or turned us in to get a bigger bowl of soup. So, I'm kind of over it. Oh, we've got quite a number of survivors, don't we? We don't have them. The goblins probably do by now. So what's to stop them from... Joining or, their two races and no. forming hybrid children? No. Oh. I was thinking that that lady speaking to one of them and coming up with a new ruler. What lady? The one that we all... That uh, Gek introduced us to into in his tent. I mean, you're, are we worried about her doing what? Taking this rabble and turning and selecting a new Gek. I mean, I don't know. She doesn't talk to me. <laughs> that was the longest conversation I ever had with her. Well, I guess if she does, it'll be, it won't be our problem until it becomes a problem. Yeah. Let's at least go find one horse. <laughs> All right. Got any suggestions of which way to go? Um, don't look at me. I don't know. The kid might have chose to double back so he didn't hide the direction he ran. So, my guess was as soon as he got over the first rise, he either went left or right until he found a nook to hunker down in, would mm. be my guess. You're pretty good with direction. Does that also translate to finding things pretty good, or do you have any other abilities to do that? Uh, yeah. I, I find stuff. I also hide stuff. Hmm. It's like, it's how I made a living. Should we, should we try and find this horse and... Kit boy, yeah, we're a little short-handed at the moment. We don't have that. Yeah. We didn't have the creepy goat. <laughs> no, just the three of us. Mm-hmm. For and we had how many? A couple hours ago. Oh yeah, I mean, or was after, it a couple hours ago? After the yeah, if you count the horses, we we're like <laughs> ten strong. <laughs> He's mentally counting. <laughs> You're mentally counting. <laughs> no, no, it's Carthus, I swear. <laughs> I think we had about a dozen. Yeah. Now wow. there's three of us. Mm-hmm. How did we not attract more attention than we did? <laughs> we, we're honestly pretty good at what we do. Just things are really stacked against us, and we pick really ambitious projects. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> If we were just beating up some guy in an alley, we'd be great at it. 
I mean, people make a good living just beating up people in an alleys, you know, the wrong way or the right way. It's just, you know, where you're wearing a badge or you're wearing a mask. Yeah, that's true. I know a lot of those guys. Well, let's go find them. Except none of them end up being fortunate for very long. Maybe together. They'd have a little bit more luck. Or they could pick each other up when the luck runs dry. Hmm. Walk talking. Yeah. Which direction? In the direction the kid ran from the clearing. Okay. Yeah, so we retrace our steps to that place where we allowed ourselves to be incarcerated and then head in the direction the kid left uh, until we basically go over the first uh, horizon or ledge or whatever Mm -hmm. and then kind of reassess at that point. Mm -hmm. Give me either a survival for tracking or a perception check. All of you, if you're all looking for the kid... Right? Yeah. Five. Carthus isn't really paying that much attention. Four. He's just still processing. <laughs> what should I use? And he's again? talking to Shaman. Uh, you can use survival or perception. Eight. Eight. Nineteen. Oof. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and Carthus are just very into their conversation, mm-hmm. pretending to be looking for the kid, but they don't care. Um, whereas Vale feels Maybe like she's I'm got a purpose. Of course. <laughs> like gonna find a kid. Do care. We're gonna find a kid. Yeah. Um, when you get to that point, um, you weren't even. Were you with them when he when he took off? Vale. Mm-hmm. Yes. You were. Okay. Yeah. So you're more familiar with these mountains than they are, um, and so you can tell uh, when when you're tracking the kid, when you're following this trail, um, you know that. Um, just the the scape of the mountain, he wouldn't have gone the direction that they're trying to take you, um, because mm-hmm. it wouldn't be very easily travel travelable by a horse. Yep. Um, so he would you would know that he was kind of going off in the direction of where the village was. Okay. Yep. I said, I think he went this way, and lead in the direction towards the village. There's no shortage of caves. <clears throat> guys, just take your word for it. <laughs> oh sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, that makes makes sense too. After a period of talking with Shavin, Carthus might realize that they're still walking in that black, uh, uh, parallel with that black uh, dis- path of destruction, and look up. Kind of hard to track in this. Shavin kicks some ash. <laughs> <laughs> you you guys, yeah, like you say, you kind of start to notice that you're still in the black. Uh, the trail that she's taking you guys on is directly in the middle of this line of where the fire went. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you if you went with her for long enough, uh, eventually you would find yourself back at that intersection where there was that giant. Mm. Um, and back, you could see past that, you can tell that that was the hallway, that at the edge of that, there was that cliff that you could look down on the, the forest and the village. And that's still the direction that you're thinking they should go, Vel. Yeah. Is the giant there? Mm-mm. Because uh, Shay took that orb. Yeah, you're right. I remembered something. Yes. <laughs> Best DM ever. <laughs> Completely <God>. trivial. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, well Chavin will keep going. This doesn't bode well if he went this way. This whole path is black. Anything in it would have been turned to ash. You sure this is the way he went? I couldn't have gone the other way because the horses can't horse can't go that way. This is the only logical. This doesn't look good for Pig or the kid, Shavin. Well, 
You two are too busy know, talking to notice, so. He would know that the flame was headed this way because that's what the village people down there told us and why they wanted to be turned back into stone. So my guess would be that he would have some sort of a plan or just stay in the cave. And Javin points at the trick door. Yeah, you guys were walking and talking. And pretty much as you finish saying that, you would get to the edge and be able to look over um, and see that the forest is still there, still green, um, still alive, like the fire did not touch it. And at that point, you kind of point at the door, the trick door, um, and as you point at it, it kind of rumbles and cracks open and slides open, um, and out comes the, the kid with a horse, um, kind of clutching his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And you notice that he's actually missing an arm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us in tonight's adventure. Don't forget to tune in Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Alaska Standard Time to catch the next installment of Frontier Fiction. My name is Zeb, playing with DM. You can catch us on our socials, Frontier Fiction on Facebook, Frontier underscore Fishman, 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 Fiction on Instagram, and Frontier Fiction on Discord. Apparently, we're all the rage. And you can catch me at Frontier Fishman, because that's my Tinder account. <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of this. <laughs> that is one of my Tinder accounts. <laughs> tell, tell him what country your Tinder account is <laughs> stationed in. No, that's a uh, different, different account. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm Emerald playing Vale the Outcast. I'm Colton playing Shavin the Smuggler. And I'm Wacy playing Carthus Coldwell. Bye. You guys Bye. have a good week. Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> I literally forgot. <laughs> Dead. Whack. Oh. Yay.